even though you know what you're getting into, yeah. it's still, even as an actor, like, I've never been to a sex party like that. And, you know, glug, 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 glug. Have you rolled any black belts yet? Well, other than like Tim, like the instructors. Yeah. Um, but then I've only rolled with Rafi. Raphael. He, he was the first one, like day one, when you brought me. Yeah. He was the first one I, I rolled with. I didn't know shit he's about. <laughs> he's the one who got me like intrigued with it because the way he conserved his. Un- yeah. I was spent, dude. Yeah, and he's just like. He's like, that was real good, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, I dude. was like, okay, I, I need to it's, learn this. It's crazy, dude. Those black belts, like, you should roll with Rick if you ever get a chance. He's like the really good-looking dude. He's a friend of my buddies that I just start bringing there, dude. So Rick is like, his pressure. He feels like he's fucking three hundred pounds when he's on you. Yeah, and he doesn't move. He just like he'll like hold a position, and he's like fucking Iceman, like in in Top Gun. He like waits for you to make one wrong move, and then you're fucked. And you don't even submit you real quick. Yeah. You'll go into one wrong move and he'll get into a better position. And then you're like, fuck. Then you try to get out of that and he moves into a better position. And it's like bit by bit, he just fucking takes you down. Chess match. Yep. He corners you. Dude, that's the thing that like really got me so it's great. intrigued with it. Should we fucking Let's dive do it. into this bad boy? Let's do it. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about. Fuck it. It, might, it could go in a lot of different directions, my friend. <laughs> I'm ready. I was like, and the character that you play, I'm like. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's not even acting right now. This motherfucker. <laughs> they made you the sex party expert Fuck yeah, over dude. here. I was like, that's so appropriate for you. <laughs> well, first off, just like tell me how this whole thing like started with you and like kind of what you feel right now with, with how, the show. With the show going as crazy as it's, it's been going. Man. Number one in how many countries? I was you reading, just you just I, I, were reading them off. You said thirty. It's a lot. You, it's like it's thirty. Sounded, I mean, it's a, it, they released it all over the world, and it's it's just like it's just going. It's getting bigger and bigger. Everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, to kind of give like the audience a little synopsis of like what the 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 plot of the show is. Yeah. It's like a girl who. So a girl who a girl who had a completely illustrious sexual history mm-hmm. um, is now married with three kids and living in suburban Connecticut, and with like. The damn with like the guy, like the most perfect guy ever, right? But except she starts wondering what happened to that other version of her Mm. because she still feels like she it's like it's you can't just like turn that part of your yourself off, right? So she starts uh, wondering what happened to that person that she used to be, and as she's thinking about that time in her life, she remembers this uh, ex lover that she had, Mm -hmm. and she can't stop thinking about him now. And she starts writing about him in her journal, and her husband finds this journal. Yeah. And, and that's when shit gets real. And that's when shit gets real. What stood out to me is how it highlights, like, the importance of, like, the communication aspect in a relationship. Because she, like, completely hid this, this part yeah. of it. Yeah. This show was crazy. It, like, I remember when I got the appointment, um, and I was reading the script, my, my agent it sends me the script for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like page one. It's like, uh, Billy and Brad make out and they go in the bathroom. Brad pulls mm-hmm. aside her panties and dips his finger. And I was like, whoa. And I called my, I was like, what the fuck are you guys sending me out for? You know? And, uh, and I was like, I was like, let me, and I, let me finish reading this thing. Cause I thought it was just like, 
you know? And then I read it, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually, like, a really good script. It you is, know? It is really fucking good. The yeah. way it's structured and it the was way dope. they keep you, like, strung along throughout the whole thing. Yeah, man. Like, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. So this, it was, it was super, it was a crazy time. So I read this script. I auditioned for it. Mm -hmm. They wanted me, I met with the creator and all that stuff, and they were like, we want you to do this show. My agent, my manager, they're like, you know, if you do this, you can't do pilot season, which, which like, that's, pilot season is, like, when all the new shows come out for, like, you right. know, where I would have a shot of being a lead on a show. Yeah. And I was like, I'll tell you what. I was like, I haven't read anything I loved. I go, and I just have a feeling about this show. And they're like, all right, let's do it. So I booked the role. I fly to Toronto. We just reshot this up in Toronto. So I fly up there, and I shoot my first episode. And I fly back down before going back up. So I fly back down to L.A., and COVID happens. And everything gets shut down. Like, everything in Hollywood gets shut down. Mid-production? Every, yes. Sh shut down. So, and I, and I was producing a film up in Toronto at the same time. Uh -huh. And everything. 200 people were on our crew. Gone. Like, just on, laid off. Like, the whole production. Pull, pull the plug. Same thing with Sex Life. Done. Same thing with every new pilot that... So pilot season's gone. Pilot season. <laughs> every new pilot that got picked up, meaning like all the actors that booked pilots and stuff like that, they never got a chance to shoot them. The networks pulled the plugs on all of them because of COVID. So what happens as COVID goes on, Sex Life is the first show to come back. Netflix, mm. Netflix gives us the green light again. We go back and... All the other pilots that like went out there, like didn't get picked up. They just kind of went away. And the show that I had a hunch about is now <laughs> fucking uh, it's a, a smash, smash hit. hit. It's smash a hit. fucking smash hit. Smash hit. Cheers to cheers that, this. Bro. Cheers for this, by the way, man. <laughs> smash. Yeah, dude. So that's it's, gotta it's be wild. wild. Like, so like, what's that feeling like when a, when you're part of a smash hit like that? <sighs> it's uh, it's crazy, dude. Because I mean, like. I've been a part of some pretty big shows, you know, mm -hmm. like William Shatner on Shit My Dad Says, and then my last show, Young and Hungry. But this is, like, next yeah. level. Worldwide. It's next level. Yeah. Um, and it's just crazy, too, to, to see, uh, like, Adam Demos, who, yeah. is, who plays Brad, you know, the Australian dude. Yeah. You know, you saw his following before <laughs> the show. And he was, he, you know, he hasn't really done a whole lot. He's a great actor, but he hasn't done a whole lot. Yeah. And you look at this show now, and he's like... A worldwide sex symbol now. Yeah. You know? It's, it's wild, dude. It's wild. Here's the thing about the show, man. It's like, we definitely have some mixed reviews, but the majority of the fans are, like, all in. Yeah. You know? Well, it's controversial. It is. So it, you, have, you definitely have some people who are like, oh, this is advocating people being unfaithful and stuff like that. It's like... But the thing is, if I'm being real, and that's what the fuck we do here, is like we keep it 100% real. Everything that's talked about and shown in that is like it's very what, realistic. It's what people think. It's exactly like it, nobody wants to talk about it, but it's actually the truth. Dude, if this is advocating for infidelity, then The Sopranos is advocating for you joining the mafia. Right. It's like, it's just, it's television, man. Yeah. But there's a lot of truth based in it in, in subtle ways, which, which I appreciate about it because it does make you think but it also like kind of plays both sides right and it like kind of gives reason to what like yeah you can't i don't want to like reveal too much <laughs> no, it's all right. but I like mean, most it, people have seen it but it, yeah. it gets it really gets you thinking and what i really like about it is like how the characters kind of work through it right 
Yeah. So, and that's kind of where you came in. <laughs> You're like, I, I can assist in Dude, in I, this. here's why I love this character. <laughs> so for you guys at home who haven't seen this yet, uh, I play this character, Devin, yeah. who's basically just the life of the party. Yeah. And uh, the reason why I love this character, why I thought this character would stand out, is because he is, you know, he brings a little levity to the whole, the whole series. He's kind of like... Right off the rip. It's dude. like... You know, it's it's just he he makes the the intensity just kind of it gives you a chance to take a breath and just kind of laugh a little bit. You yeah, know? yeah. He breaks, it's not yeah. just always so intense with him. Yeah. I mean, shit gets weird, but yeah, <laughs> shit gets fucking weird, bro. <laughs> Can we say that you're, you're like basically the uh, sex party guy? <laughs> yeah, there's there may or I may mean, there may or may not be a sex party involved in, in yeah, sex. So, dude, it's for sure. like, we can talk about this because it's already on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. like, there, there's no. There, they, I mean, the, there's the, promo the, clips that are promoting this. I, yeah. I feel like it, this is fair. Fair game here. Yeah, and I didn't even know about that though. That Come was on, like, bro. no, look- no, I'm being serious because I didn't. They don't send me like all the scripts at the, when I got the role, so I read like the first two scripts, but that was it. And then I, I got the scripts as they finished writing them. So what was your reaction when you? Saw I was like, it? oh shit! <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm gonna go do some research. I was like, oh, I better yeah. study up on this. I was like, hey babe, uh, I'll be back in, in a day or two. I'm just, I'm just gonna go to a sex party. <laughs> I, got, I gotta go do some uh, character development right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like literally that was like one of the first things in my that came to mind when i i saw that dude it's in wild. your character i'm like this motherfucker definitely took advantage dude of that. it is <laughs> wild man like first and foremost i have to say this because like whenever you do a show like this you know we have someone on set called an intimacy co- coordinator so every sex scene mm-hmm. everything every shot in the uh in the sex party it's all very specifically choreographed. Mm. So it's never just like uh, one of the actors is like kissing somebody and then they start kissing their neck. If that's not talked about, you don't do it. Mm. So it's like, you know, this guy's going to be wearing this, this girl's going to be wearing this. At this point, he's going to touch you here. At this point, he's going to do this. So that way, everybody is completely safe. There's no, you know, there's no, nothing janky going on. And same thing with the sex party. It's like, you know, you have a bunch of background players uh, who... You know, some guys are like banging chicks and some girls are like in the sex swing and all that stuff. Um, but we have coordinators like making sure everything is done the exact same way and there's no uh, variation in between the takes. That's kind of like uh, how it is in real life, too. <laughs> well, dude, <laughs> some choreography involved. Well, dude, I will say this, man. I have a funny story. Even actually. though, even you know though, what I do, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, even though we brush shoulders with that, that arena. <laughs> Even though you know, like, as an actor, like, there was this fuck. it was, like, this ridiculous mansion in Toronto where you're shooting yeah. this at. And uh, even though you know what you're getting into, yeah. it's still, even as an actor, like, I've never been to a sex party like that. And, you know, you... <laughs> 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 glug, 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 glug. Take another sip of that drink. <laughs> because um, we met been... at a sex party. We met... Should we, I guess we should give a little context on how, how we met. Yeah. Right. So one of my friends from Chicago uh, works for Rain Body Fuel. Rain Body Fuel, baby. Booyah. Uh, and uh, I, have, I have known him for a while, and I have a couple of these MMA pages I run on Instagram. And we are going to be talking about you know, doing a partnership with Rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, let's have brunch. And I thought, I, I thought it was going to be me and, me and Jeff. And then I shut up, and there was like this strapping young yeah. dude with this Come jet on. black beard. This motherfucker walks in. I'm like, 
This guy is like hangover vibes, 100%. He's like, y'all ready for some shots? You, de- you deny this, but you were the guy who like literally sparked the I did the not. That was Jeff. <laughs> that was Jeff so was the one who called for shots. <laughs> Bro, that was so no, you. guys you are ready, all, boys? This is a coup. This is a coup. <laughs> all you guys are ganging up on me. Anyway, we, we, we meet at this brunch, mm. and we had, we had some drinks. Yep. But during that, that's kind of where we kind of bonded over like MMA. Yeah, exactly. We're both like MMA junkies. And yep. then this is the motherfucker that, <laughs> this is the motherfucker that reeled me into jujitsu and <laughs> yeah. is, the, in, is the reason for all my injuries and my aching body at the moment. You love he, it though. He's the one who got me hooked. You he's love the, it though. He, yep. <laughs> I actually brought up the story. On a, like a few episodes. Remember like, when we were talking to your buddy and you're like, I'm going to compete? And he's like, you're going to compete? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this is the motherfucker that I was talking about that introduced me to that gym. And now I'm hooked. Subconscious BJJ. Subconscious BJJ. Shout out. Dude, I fucking, I'm addicted now. You see what it's you did? It's the best. Man? Dude, but you have a wrestling background too, man. Yeah. Like you, That's for, why for your so- first class, it was, you know, you weren't bad. You got you to gotta come back and see me now. You know what this guy did? He fucking takes me. First class, here's your gi, here's everything you need, and then he dips out. I never see him at class again. Well, I didn't dip out. I didn't dip out. I had reconstructive shoulder surgery nice. like, like a month ago, and I'm still in like hardcore physical you therapy. You guys can see me now, man. I feel like, well, first off, thank you for introducing me to that gym. Oh, it's like the that, best, that dude. Thing, Such a cool family, man. Yeah. The, so back to the sex parties. Yeah. <laughs> back, to, back to the sex party. <laughs> the sex parties. Bro. I Dude, have, so wait, you you have some stories. I bet you have more stories about you this. You got some I, fucking stories, too. You Come have on, more stories about this than I do, dude. I've got one particular. So my, I'm like Kermit the Frog <laughs> sipping my tea. <laughs> okay, Mr. Angel over here. Come on, dude. Go on, tell me about it. So when I first got started in yes, this industry, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. one of my first, first, like, so a little bit of background on me, just in case you're not aware. I come from the adult party entertainment industry, and one of the first gigs he throws he he, he throws strip parties and it, it turned into a national tour. How it happened, I don't. This know. is no joke. Like it's he sells out arenas. He yeah. sells out. There's like eight thousand to ten thousand screaming females cheering at his buddies taking their clothes off. Yep, and I'm on the microphone <laughs> hyping them the fuck. Have up. you ever danced? No. You never got contrary to popular. You never got butt naked. I I got close. I got very (laughs) close in the beginning when I I couldn't. I was struggling to find guys. One of the guys that worked for me, like, got this close to convincing me to do it. But then luckily I I got somebody that could come in and (laughs) take over and, like, fill the fill the demand. So tell us a story. So, okay, before the male dancers, I actually worked with females, too. That was like what I was the most accustomed to. And one day, we got a call from a sex party organizer. And they, they wanted somebody to come and just kind of like, you know, break the ice, act as some entertainment, perform like it. Smart. At the, uh, the party. So every girl that goes out, they're always accompanied by a driver, somebody yeah. to like kind of look after them and make sure everything's all good. I was that guy. And I walk in with this girl and I'm just, I've never been to a sex party before in my life. I'm like 20 years old at the time, dude. And I'm just like, okay. That's what it was like for is, me walking into that fucking mansion in Toronto. Swear this, to God. <laughs> I'd never seen it. It's like, it's like a hundred naked people here. Yeah. No, but the thing is, this was real, dude. I was like, 
they're so nonchalant about this. You know what I mean? And that you know, they're very like welcoming yep. and all that, trying to lure you into the into the the debauchery. So did you like, get I'm down or the, did you get down? I'm on the job. Did you get down? No, hell no, bro. I was like on the job, bro. I always try to represent. For the company. He was like, yo, I'm working tonight. But it was giving me some ideas. If you're doing this again next week, you hit me up. Give me your car. Give me your car. <laughs> we'll keep this in mind. <laughs> I was like, yo, this Bam! is like, <laughs> very interesting card. like little world over here. You know what I mean? It really got me thinking. And, Where and, was that? Was that back in the Midwest? Yeah, in Michigan. In Detroit, yeah, yeah. where I'm from. They had it like set up at this like hotel in like one of their banquet areas. The way they, but they completely transformed it into like all. They had a sex party in a banquet room. It's I don't know what it was, but they transformed the fuck out of it. You walk in and there's all these different rooms. There's a showroom. There's like all these. It's like prom. (laughs) It's like I was like, yo, this is the this is no joke for at 20 years old. I mean. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I got exposed very early on to the wildest of the world. That's why, like... I always want... Like, you have to explain it to Because I've always wondered. I was like... Like, you know, we've had strippers come over before. Mm-hmm. You know? I've always been... been I've like been to a, parties where there have been strippers there. Right. And there's always, like, the one dude that comes with them. Yeah. And I was like... I mean, there's like, <laughs> there's like 40 of us here and there's one right. of you. Like, exactly. that's got to be intimidating for you. A hundred percent. There's like 40 guys. So my whole thing was keep them guessing and make friends with the main people. Like, get them on your side. Basically, like, if any, I'm here for the entertainment. You don't want to be the guy to fuck this up. Right. Because if you fuck with me, she's gone. We're both gone. And now you just pissed off all these dudes. That's the game I played. Yeah. And that, that always, like, kept people under control. I got, I got the right people on my side, like, right off the rip. Gotcha. That's <laughs> great. That's smart. That's how I had to do it. And then keep them guessing because they'll ask you all kinds of questions. Like, because they, they're thinking exactly what you're thinking. What the hell is this guy going to do? Come on. Well, there's people in the car, too. Right. I got people in the car, you know, who may or may not have firearms. You got to be, exactly, you got to be packing or something, you know what I mean? And it's like, let's not talk about that. Just like that. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, they don't want to, it's like, this guy knows something I don't know. Exactly. So then, boom, it's like, we're all just here to have a good time, bro. Don't be the guy to fuck this up. <laughs> Otherwise, all these dudes are going to be pissed. And that, that's how you just smooth everything that's over. That's great, Everybody dude. a great time. I've been to like over a thousand bachelor parties, bro. I thought you were going to say sex parties. <laughs> bachelor parties. I've been to over a thousand sex Only parties. Only a handful of sex parties. Like, motherfucker, you should have got this wrong. Come on, be honest. You ain't <laughs> never been to no sex party. I've never been to a sex party. You had. Swear to God. Okay, so. I've, and I will say this. There was always a part of me that like, I wanted to go. I, I've heard of these like sex clubs. Yeah. Uh, and I've always like I've had friends that have gone. They're like they're super fucking weird. Uh, they're like you have to go and see it, like but they're super weird. Like you won't you wouldn't believe they exist. So I've always like it's always piqued my interest to go to one. Like I don't know if I'd partake per se. Mm-hmm. I'm not much of an exhibitionist, mm-hmm. um, but I, I just I want to go and just kind of see like I love like people watching. I love like. Like, look at someone and be like, wow, what the fuck is going on in his head right now? And to see someone, like, getting down in front of, like, 100 people, be like, wow, what is, the fuck's going on in his head right now? It's fucking mind-blowing, I'll tell you that. Yeah. And it's very fascinating. And it's like, your character in the show, like, almost offers that as, like, a way to spice things up. And it just, like, makes me curious. I'm like, is that, like, legit? Right? 
Like, yeah, I wonder how many you're people... You're in a relationship, right? Yeah. How long have you been with your... <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time, basically. Ten and a half years. Wow. Yeah. So there's never been, like, any sort of, like... Sex parties? Dull <laughs> moments or, like, kind of, like, okay, we, let's try something new or... Let's no, we, we to are, we're totally stuff. open to trying stuff new. Like, we, we're not, like, going out bringing people into the bedroom with us, you mm. know? I don't think either one of us wants that. Uh... At least I fucking hope she doesn't. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Little do you know. This is my friend Jack. It's like, what the? <laughs> um, no, but like I, like there's never been I, 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 an issue with like spicing things up for us. But. So no swinger stuff. No, 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 no swinger stuff. But there's also, like I said, there's just like, there's just kind of a morbid curiosity about it. Mm-hmm. It's like when, it's like when I don't know what to expect when I walk in there, you know? Yeah. It's definitely a very open-minded type of atmosphere. Didn't have to be. You know what I mean? And they're just like, there's no, they don't kind of play into the the social norms of society and whatnot. It's just like, let's just be real about our sexual desires and like share them with the people that we find kind of just sexually attractive or whatever. Yeah. How does that work? How does that work? Like this thing you went to, is it like you have to be invited or is it like, Everybody brings a friend. You're part of like this. It's like a membership thing. Almost like like that. Did you see that movie Eyes Wide Shut? Mm-mm. You've never seen Eyes Wide Shut? No. Oh, Miles. <laughs> I get this all the time. Dude, <laughs> you have to, when I leave here, you've got to watch Eyes Wide Shut. Stanley Kubrick film, Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. It's wild, dude. I'm, a, I'm that guy that has like never seen anything. It's wild. <laughs> I get that all the time. So how's that tie in though? You got to watch the movie. Okay. No spoilers. Fair enough. But, but, that, but that's like the whole thing. It's like, you, it's, it's like a club, almost. And they're very particular, obviously. They have, as you should be, about kind of like boundaries and kind of, there's got to be some parameters. They can't just let anybody in those things. You know what no. I mean? So I've always kind of, be, growing up in the industry I've been in, I've always been kind of just like an open mind minded person just like oh, okay well everybody kind of has their reasons who am i to judge look at me where i'm like i'm in this industry i kind of see things from a different perspective so i kind of see it right so it just like makes me like wonder and when i was watching your character i was like you you're really selling this right now i'm like this guy has devin, to know something <laughs> i will say this devin uh that's my character's name yeah uh jonathan and devin definitely have a lot of crossover overlap yeah um but they also have a lot of like space between them okay uh like devin is an exhibitionist and devin is like a sex party goer and he's all about that stuff Mm. i am not an exhibitionist (laughs) like like i dated this girl oh man uh so i dated this girl uh who like was super into like voyeurism and like she was like okay she like like was like and this is one of the reasons why we broke up <laughs> because I just like, I don't want people watching me while I'm being intimate with somebody. Yeah. Where she was like, that would be cool. And I was like, no, that wouldn't. There's like an excitement factor for her. Yeah. But not for me. Right. Like I don't, yeah, people, I know. there there's, is some, there are people so who like, other shit they get off the by having mind. other people watch them. I'm not that guy. Yeah. It's harder for guys, dude. There's enough that we have to concentrate so on. So much pressure. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's, there's, enough, there's too much pressure, as is. You know what I mean? For most guys, like that, that's another fucking level of pressure. Now I got performance, like, for, not just for her, for everybody thing, else, ready? too. I could never do porn. 
<laughs> I couldn't do it. And it's like, people don't real like, I, this is a funny story too. Cause, uh, you know, my girl, Melissa, she's like, you know, oh, when you like, when you make out with somebody on camera or like, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like, why isn't that cheating? And I was like, well, because it's not like sexy, you know, it's not mm. like, it's not like being in a room with lights off and like slow music playing. It's like, you have 20, like 50 year old dudes with beer bellies holding lights and microphones over you. And you have a director going action. Yeah. And then it's like cut. And it's like, it, you know, it's, there's no, there's the no inti- like intimacy involved. The intimacy factor is yeah. like completely taken out of the equation. That, that's gotta be tough though. It is off. some, uh, it is, but you know, you have to be a professional about the whole thing. It's, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, it's similar with what we do performing on stage you yeah. know, and all that. It's tough. Yeah. I, I mean, like sometimes look, man, sometimes, you know, emotions do carry over into scenes and you know, well, it'd yeah. be lying if I said that like actors have never fallen in love on set. They have. Yeah. On set um, romance is a thing. Yeah. You know, we're, it's, it's acting. It's, it is acting. Um, so it does take a, a level of like emotional commitment though, to like really be in it. 100%. Right? Yeah. 100%. And that's one of the, the hardest things about it is like, you have to leave your ego at the door. Yeah. So when you, when you act, you have to like, it's not what I would do in the situation. It's like, how would this character do this in the situation? Mm. You know? And it's kind of like, you have to step into somebody else's skin and, and, uh, it's nerve wracking, man. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. So when you were, uh, <laughs> You know, it's funny, too, because everybody's always, everybody always, like... This is making me raise so many questions uh, after watching uh, this There show. was, uh, there's this famous quote, I, I think it was Denzel Washington, that, like, before his... Because everybody always asks, it's like, oh, do you get aroused, like, before a sex scene? And yeah, we get asked the same question. Well, Denzel Washington had the best quote ever. He, he, in, he was doing a sex scene, and he, he goes up to the, his, the actor, the actress he was going to be filming with, and he goes, sorry if I do... Sorry if I don't. <laughs> it's, like, not it's, not, it's not you either way. Yeah. I mean, after a while, though, coming from the industry I come from, it does become like a routine thing. And you just know how to flip the switch on and like turn it off as soon as you're, you step off stage. Yeah. You know, like it almost be similar as like stepping off set. It's like you, as soon as it cut, boom, switches so, off. Dude, you know? if there's one thing I've learned between your business and my show, yeah. it's that sex <laughs> fucking sells bro I'll, sex sells man this guy's like it's a number one hit global worldwide i'm like i'm not fucking surprised dude this thing sex sells yeah we, well you mentioned it when we first met and right away i, I said dude we got we should do probably do a podcast <laughs> and then when, it, when it came out and i saw the trailer and everything i said we definitely need to yeah. fucking do a podcast then i watched the whole thing i'm it's like so bro good, dude there's so much to talk about and the realness <laughs> of it I was like, man, I could, we could go so many different directions with this. And I was just like, this is such a real thing. Cause I get DMS all day, every day <clears throat> with stuff like this about stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is real. You know what I mean? So it's very fascinating and it really gets you thinking. And like, I think that, you know, our, our showrunner, uh, Stacy Rukeyser, she's, uh, she did a wonderful job of, blending a very real emotion that adults and parents, moms and dads struggle with yeah. on a daily basis. On both sides. On both sides. Yep. But she did a great job of blending that with uh, a TV show that offers just a, a general escapism. Yeah. You know, you just get caught up in it. Like, yeah. you know, you just, you're, you're able to, 
as much as you relate to it, you're able to fucking turn off your own problems for a while. And, and you're like, oh, let me watch these people go through their yeah. shit for a while. There's a certain like voyeurism aspect to it. 100%. You're, as you're watching it, <laughs> you kind of feel that. 100%. I, I got hooked. Oh, dude, me. all my friends, man. You know, It's I mean? so crazy because like. I couldn't stop. All my like all like all my girlfriends were like, "This is incredible," and all my guy friends were like, "Dude!" And I was like, "This show is like everybody's like, oh, is it like a chick flick?'" I was like, "You're gonna find shit that you relate to in there, you know?" Yeah. Do you what do you think the uh, response has been like comparatively, like male and female? Like, do you see more females? Both, dude, I have been getting uh, so much love from men, women, gay, straight. Across the board, moms, dads, like uh, my mom won't watch it. Uh, she's like, she, my mom refuses to watch it. My parents um, won't come to my show either. Yeah, it's all good. they just they I don't. Understand. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's where we draw the line with my parents. Right. Um, but the 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 response has just been overwhelming, overwhelmingly positive on both sides, male and female. Yes, because I would figure after watching it, because I like. Seeing kind of how there's some a little tension between the the jet, the sexes on on social media, you see all this shit. Yeah, I'm like, there's a lot of th- components to it that like I could see how some guys would be like a little. I will say irritated. This. You know, by. the one thing that has brought together men and women on on this on this TV show. What is it? You. Adam Adam's Donger. Oh my god. Episode bro. three, Adam Schwan. Episode three. 19, 19 minutes and 59 seconds. 19 minutes and 50 fucking seconds. That thing is going crazy on social media. Everybody. Right everybody. Men and women are like, dude, dude, come on. Dude. That's not is that really him? You gotta ask the man. It's a stunt dick, bro. <laughs> it's a stunt dick. That dick's been in an exploding car. I was like, I can see the dilemma. Packing heat. I, I can see the dilemma that the main character has. Jesus. Now. <laughs> the first time I saw it, I was like, Do you see the one I posted on my story with the old lady? Oh, oh the my reaction, God. dude. There is this. Uh, what the hell is the guy's account? It's like Stewie Z or something like that. Um, but he has his like his like eighty five year old grandmother watching that scene, and she's like sitting there. She's like, oh. and all of a sudden she goes, whoa! <coughs> she, starts, she starts choking, and she's like, having wow! She's having flashbacks. Yeah, <laughs> PTSD. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, it was pretty. Crazy. That was like probably the the moment. That was like everybody was like, what's going down next? Yeah. Did you? I remember there was like one sex scene where like Melissa and I were watching it together. Like one of the sex scenes happened. And Melissa was like eating a burrito, and she's like, she like takes a bite, she's like. All right, here we go. <laughs> like she was like totally into what it. What did you? What did your girl think of the show? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Did uh, did it bring up like any sort of discussion? No, just like, loved it. Any? Uh, she, it's, it's, she's like it's real. It's sexy. It's shot beautifully. You know, and ultimately, like it's it's not her life. It's like yeah, that's where it's it's just it. She felt it like the escapism of it all. Yeah, you know. She also loves that fantasy stuff. She loves like that three sixty five, the Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. All right, what would you do? If your wife told you she can't stop thinking about banging her ex, like what the care? I don't want to give anything away, but I would want to know exactly what it is about that ex that you can't stop thinking about, and how can I supplement that? That's a good answer. I would that. That's what you would have to do. What would you do? Well, dude, I, I think Cooper. Uh, that's the character's Mike Vogel's character's name. Yeah, he said it best. He's like, I've never had those things that you may have had. 
but if I if when I do them, I want to do them with, with you. With you, right? You know. And I thought that was like really a really like dope kind of mindset and approach to take. Yeah, you, you know, know one I mean? of my one of my favorite scenes, which I just think is so the psychology of the scene is so fucking great, is at the sex party mm-hmm. when Cooper, who yeah. is the fucking straight and narrow guy. He starts getting into the sex party Mm -hmm. and he starts like, you know, being passionate with Billy at the party Mm -hmm. and she, she hesitates because that's, that's not who she wants him to be. Yeah. And you see this weird dynamic of like, no matter what he tries to do to supplement for her ex. She, he's just not her ex. Yep. And it's like there's and something. she doesn't want him to and be. No, and she doesn't want him to be. And it's like there's some people that are this in your life, and there's some people that are that in your life. And the people who are that in your life will never be this in your life. It's crazy when you think about the psychology. The writing is genius in that, dude. You see why us men get so frustrated about like, <laughs> what the fuck do you want? That's like what one do of those you want? infuriated moments like, all men are probably just sitting there like, we can't win. Yeah. Right? And it's just like, but I mean, kudos to the man's effort and going to that, that, ex- to yeah, going dude, to that you, extent. Yeah, dude, you, you got to do what you can to save your marriage. Yeah. In his, in his eyes. Yeah. So it's like, what is the alternative to that? It's like almost the last strong effort is like, okay, is there a way for you to have both? It's like, it's, and that's, it's like the, that's reason, the controversial yeah. thing. It's like, can you have your cake and eat it too? And it's crazy because it's like she's super attracted to Brad or to, to uh, Brad because he offers these things that Cooper is not. Yeah. But when Cooper tries to offer them, she's like, not for you. It's not him. Yeah. Brad is authentically that. Yeah. He's the bad boy, adventurous, lives life yep. on the edge basically like gives her that sense it's, of, it's super good man yeah it gives her that intense and every everybody's everybody's asking about season two yeah <laughs> so and there is gonna be a season two we have but. not gotten officially picked up yet um but uh oh it's going to but <laughs> how do i phrase this um <clears throat> i've heard a little birdie told me that uh the possible things that happen in season two are, are going to just oh it has to dude it you has have to just up, no ramble from idea here. the way it ends without spoiling it it's just like such a mind oh, you're like man. what the f- wait a- and then it just leaves you hanging it's, it's cr- like like how the fuck is that gonna work right dude and how is this gonna play out dude i'm like this is like low-key real nobody wants to admit it but it's real and i'm just like okay now they're actually exploring how this is going to play out so there has to be a season yeah i i look man uh to everybody who watched the show around the world thank you keep watching it keep telling your friends about it because uh it's it's up to you guys if we get a season two so bro i think you guys are well i think (laughs) they've already heard they're listening They're like, don't God tell us twice. It's yeah. number one in Lebanon and fucking Malaysia. And fucking <laughs> Malta. Malta. Dude, it's, that just shows you like how people are like, this is what we wanted to talk about. Everybody does it, man. I feel like there's a... So- Everybody does it, yep. dude. There's a lot of questions. For as taboo as sex is, it's the one thing that everybody does. Yeah, and there's a lot of unspoken truths that kind of... Yeah. A lot of unspoken things that just kind of go unsaid. 
and this thing is like, we're going to say it. <laughs> Here, Here it go. is. Here you go. <laughs> you know what I like about your character, though? And one thing that stuck out to me, like right off the rip, this guy was all about big dick energy. Uh Hey, you know what's funny? We literally just filmed an entire episode about big dick energy. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, this guy, we need to get you your big dick energy back. We well, that's big- the thing about Devin. He is unapologetically Devin. Right. You know? And despite some things that happened in the show with his character, uh, ultimately, he just wanted to help his friend. Right. You know, there's a there's that part of him that <clears throat> that just wanted to help Cooper like satisfy his wife, help him get that spark back, help yeah. him get his like his exactly. mojo back. And you know? it's like when a girl tells you that she's fantasizing about someone else. Well, that what's Devin think? Devin's like, well, that's because your fucking big dick energy's not built up. We got to get yep. that, you know. Got to get you that edge back. Yep. We got to get you. So okay. <clears throat> For, all right, let me ask you this. What is big dick energy? Was, to, was, what does that mean to you? I, I got to ask you that question first, bro. <laughs> I was, because I literally went through an entire episode where we like really fucking pick it apart. So I was like, the way your character was trying to give Cooper yeah. this new injection of big dick energy. He takes them out. He like so tries yeah. To, big I, dick energy to me is it's like a blend of a few things. But I think first and foremost, it's confidence above yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Like big dick energy is 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 confidence, right? You know, it's like there's a reason why certain guys like pull the you know they they can go out and pull a chick out of a bar, right? Same reason why a certain a girl can go into a bar and pull a chick a guy out of the bar, right? You know, there is something to be said about confidence. It's like when you walk in and command the room. Yeah. And I think that's what Devin was trying to get Cooper to do is, is walk in there. And it's like, dude, you, you did this before too. Like, you know, this was you. Let's not forget. Let me remind you of who the fuck you are. And once you see these chicks that are like, you can still got it. Right. Like Billy's not the only girl who's attracted to you. Give you that confidence back. So your character is trying to get him to try to get him to buy into himself again. Yeah. It's like, it, stop obsessing about the, the guy that you aren't. Start, start focusing on the guy you are. Yeah. It's a weird balance, too. Because uh, it's like, I was like going to suggest, like, you know, some people do these, like, they have, like, open relationships. Yeah. And What do you think about open relationships? <sighs> <laughs> that was a hefty huh? <sighs> I'm on the fence about open relationships. Because... Although it sounds appealing at first mm. to be able to, you know, have these sexual exploitations with other women, I also don't want to think about another dude being with my girl, mm. you know? Yeah. I'm a very egomaniacal person. I have a very healthy ego, and I don't think I can handle that. Yeah, I don't think a lot of guys could. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why it's such, like, a touchy thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I have friends who are in them, and they swear by them. Um, but I think it's a different breed of person to do that. Yeah. And it's just like, look, I'm not saying it's a bad breed. It's just like, like just mentally, like we have, we're like in different psychological states. Yeah. You know, it's like, like I said, like going to a sex party. Right. Some people are okay. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just sex. Whereas I'm still like, I don't want you watching me having sex. You know? Do you think it's also like having to think about your partner comparing you to somebody else? No, for me, that's not it. You don't feel like you're... No, it's not about the comparison. 
I'm uh, is this more pretty. Con- a, I'm pretty confident in my more, <laughs> in my skill set. Is it more like a territorial thing? Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Do you think that is the case for like most guys? It's like more about like. This I know that's the case for me. I think that's the case for most people in um, general. Yeah, and it's just like, which is like totally un- like, yeah. This is my precious thing. This is I'm going to say something, and you can you can we can edit this out if it doesn't work. <laughs> okay, let's go. I saw this one video clip lately mm-hmm. that's uh that was like why is it if a girl sleeps with a bunch of guys she's a slut but if a guy sleeps with a bunch of girls he's a pimp mm. and this guy this guy said something that was like i've never thought of it this way uh and it was like and i'm not d- agreeing or disagreeing with that statement i just this particular thing i found fascinating about it is that he said it's because men get to sleep with who will let them Mm-hmm. women sleep with who they choose. Mm. There's also the analogy. Which I, I've never heard that before. Have you heard the analogy of like <clears throat> a key that can open a lot of locks is like a master key, but a lock that gets opened by a lot of keys is a shitty lock. I've never the heard way- that before. And look, I personally don't care. Like I have, I have girlfriends of mine who have slept with a bunch of guys. It's- I don't view them as sluts. Yeah. Like, I don't view them as that. Right. But, like, the thing is, if we're being real, like, women share the same sexual desires and appetite and, like, curiosity that men have. That's the right? thing. People think so that, like, like, okay, it is easier for them if they wanted to get that than it is for guys. That's really what we're frustrated about. Look, if Brad you know? Pitt walks in, like, it, to. It's like it's that easy. motherfucker's an exception. <laughs> that motherfucker. He's the woman of men. It's a du- it's a double standard. Women get kind of looked at a certain way, but yeah, and they shouldn't. Like that's the thing, and like one of the things that people are like, oh, you know, Billy. It's like she wants her cake and eat it. She's like, okay, let her fucking try then. Like, yeah. like it's so crazy how in in all these movies when guys are like well, sleeping with different women, yeah, it's like fine, yeah. The one TV show that comes out about a girl who has conflicting feelings and wants to be with her ex, people are like, whore, slut. It's like, no, man. She's human. What are we talking about? She's human. Men been doing this for fucking centuries. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and they can justify, oh, well, she wasn't, you know, fully satisfying me, this and that. You know what I mean? And it's just <laughs> like, and let's not let Cooper off the fucking hook here. He takes accountability to a certain degree. Which I admire about his character. I was like, he actually... He's like... Igno- a, he's, he's such a fucking good Mike guy. Mike Vogel, you're a dreamboat. Bro, this guy is such a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, actually, like, no, most guys, their ego will get wrapped up and, like, not acknowledge kind of their part. Bro, when he shows it, up at Brad's house... Bro. Like, what a fucking gentleman. Like... Like, who would do that? Oof. Right? That's, like... Another level of maturity, I can't. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there a world, though, where it's like you can still have everything you want as Cooper, right? Okay, but you would, you know, allow this person to fulfill that side of her, that, that 15% that she needs that you can't, right? Or is the ego too tied up in that? Or is that something? Yeah, it's the thing. It's like, I think you're, it almost seems like, okay, that's not, if you, if I you're think you're married a, to one of school, two different schools of thought, you right. know, it's like, can you be in an open relationship? Yeah. And have 100% where you're getting everything you want from Cooper and you're getting every, the 15% you need from Brad, or do you have to choose? 
And that is what this show is about. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you t- take look at it from like emotions and ego out of the equation, let's say it's hard to take those out of the equation. No, it's super. But if you look at it strictly from like an egoless kind of perspective, it's like okay, he could do everything around the house, but he just doesn't know how to fix toilets. But they, so we need to bring in somebody to fix the toilet. Somebody call for a plumber. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. For her happiness, because I know couples that are like this. Dude, we used to get calls. Hey, how much? I want to hire a dude to come and, you know, entertain my wife. Because he, he knows, hey, he, he. Entertain or like entertain? Entertain, bro. There was another John on the show that literally spills the beans. Oh, yeah? On everything. Yep, and it's a real thing. This is why I'm just like, when I saw this show, I'm like, y'all know this is real. See, here's the thing. <laughs> I would have no problem, like, buying my girl a stripper. She eats their own. I'd get her a stripper. Right. Like, her and her friends want to go have strippers. Right. Go have strippers. Right. If that stripper wants to, like, bend her over, I'm going to have some issues with that. <laughs> of course. Right? Because, like, here's the thing, though, about you. It's like, you already know you're, you're taking care of that. Right? So it's like, why the fuck would you need to? Okay, now you're just being, now you're just yeah. being greedy. Usually, it's, it's older you know, couples that have kind of, you know, kind of lost their Lord and, you know, they went and did it all already. You know what I mean? And it, they've almost kind of become like desensitized. It, it's just like fascinating to me. And I've never really dove like super deep into it. I've always, I always looked at it. It's like, okay, they've gotten to a really secure place in their relationship where it's like, it's not that their ego isn't tied to that. As much, and it's like just whatever is gonna make her happy, and vice versa. I've seen women who were the same way with their husband, whether they want to admit it or not. There's like cases of like there's relationships that are open like that, you know. So I I could kind of see the reasoning, and I, you know, like because I try to come from like a non-judgmental place. Would you ever? Would you ever be able to be in an open relationship? I. You're like, honestly, I just prefer I, being single. <laughs> dude, honestly, exactly. But like, if I'm being completely honest, if I couldn't satisfy her in a certain way, like this is how I think about it when I'm, when I have a friends with benefits, yeah. I don't get emotionally like, okay, you could, if somebody else like fulfills something else for you, I know what the fuck I'm, I bring, yeah. I'm bringing to the table. So I'm not like insecure about that at all. But if somebody else is a different vibe that kind of yeah i know i don't fill every part of the 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 pie you know what i mean i take really good care of this part <laughs> but the, this slice is going to be the best damn slice, slice of pie you've ever had good. so if you find somebody that satisfies another part like do your thing go eat your pie i don't expect other people to think like i do <laughs> because i've obviously been way overly exposed and way desensitized so it is i think there's a over the generations you know there's been a lot of pressure put on people to like they think that like being single and being into a relationship and getting married and having kids is the logical progression of life that's not true Mm. you know i think that like so much pressure is put on people to find the person to get married to have kids some people just don't want that yeah you know and there's nothing wrong with that, dude. Yeah. You know? I agree with that 100%. It's, it's like... And people put a lot of pressure on themselves. Yeah. It's like, I need to find someone. I don't want to die alone. It's like, you're never going to die alone. 
Yeah. Unless you have no friends, no family, and you're a complete fucking asshole, you're not going to die alone. Right. And we, we talk about this, too. Like, master the ability of being happy alone. You know what I mean? Just, like, being completely content with yourself and, like, you know. Yeah. Being able to, like, go live your life without having to rely on anybody or anything and just being happy alone. When you can master that, life is, like, ten times better, you know? And there's no yeah, right way or wrong way of, like, living your life. Everybody has, like, their own blueprint that they're trying to follow. Hell yeah, dude. You know what I mean? It's just, like, trying to keep an open mind and squeezing the most out of this life. I almost went like this. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure you did. Squeezing the most out of this life that you can. And, you know, and everything will be all good. You know what I mean? One of my favorite quotes that you said in the show one of my favorite sex qu- with your wife doesn't have to be some transcendent like Nicholas Sparks <laughs> shit. Sometimes you just got to get your fuck on profound. Is it- <laughs> really? Sex with your wife doesn't have to be some transcendent Nicholas Sparks notebook shit. Sometimes you just I do. That's the quote. Fuck on. That is the quote. <laughs> I was like, that is some profound shit right there. It is true, man. <laughs> so I think there is a <sighs> mom. I really hope you're not watching this. Uh, no, I think there's a very uh, diff- big there's a very big difference between um, intimacy mm-hmm. and lovemaking and just uh, sexual appetite. Yeah, and that's the thing that guys got to acknowledge, like the good you know those per- those coopers out there. You got to acknowledge that that's an existing component in your woman. It's like you can't judge her for that, right? Her, her sexual desires, her, her kinks or whatever those right. things might be. It's like, it's a real thing. People right. always think that like women don't have those urges, but it's like, guys, like you just mentioned like friends with benefits. Yeah. It's like, it's, there's a girl involved in that too. Yeah. It's not just the guy, you know, it's yeah. like and girls have this a This was her idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've had, there's it a, was her I, idea. I swear to God, I, it was her no, idea. I know a lot of women that like, they get it, that are like frustrated that guys think that they need something more. That they want something more, and they strictly just want to keep it, you know, f- strictly physical. And it's, there's like a preconceived notion that guys have. It's like, no, you, you're looking for a relation. Not all the time. Not all the time. They just want to get. They just want to get their fuck on. Yeah, <laughs> and I, dude, it's it's it's. Uh, this show brings up a a really cool character uh, storyline with Cooper, where you know it's it's this guy who is like the epitome of the perfect guy the perfect guy yeah and to watch him come into his own sexual discovery <clears throat> which stuff he hasn't done yeah and you kind of see that like you know you, you can you can just because you're the perfect guy doesn't mean you can't also you know have kinks yeah you know and like step outside your comfort zone a little bit yeah i mean and then that then you'd really be the perfect guy because he 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 thinks he appears to be perfect, but he's lacking that fifteen percent. Yeah, and that that fifteen percent is a big deal. For some. but here's the thing, he's lacking that fifteen percent for Billy. For there Billy. are a lot of girls who would say he's the whole package. Yep. You know, there's not. It's not. Yeah. Like relationships aren't a science because there's no fucking like direct line from A to B in relationships. Right. And everybody kind of puts sex. You know, high, lower or higher on the on the, yep. you know the totem pole. Some people choose stability over sex. Some people choose sex over stability, physical attraction. You know, that's yeah. all those things. 
one really good line that uh, Billy says is like, the perfect like relationship just doesn't exist. Like sometimes having it all is asking too much. Damn, dude. I was like, yo. <laughs> and it comes at like the perfect moment when she's like, she's trying to have it all or she's like attempting to figure it all out. She's and, a complex character. And dude. things are just like crumbling beneath her feet. Billy as she has this epiphany. Billy is a complex character who's incredibly well written. And Sarah Shahi, kudos to the uh, writers, and, dude, and and, and the to actress. Sarah because that role, bro, was not easy to play. And, I mean, just to like, it went, she's had so many, she had so many breakdown scenes in this, and it's like, imagine doing that over and over and over and over and yeah. getting to that spot emotionally. Fuck, holy shit! Yeah, she sold it. Like, it, you could feel it. Yeah, dude. You could feel it when she's in the middle of the street by herself, like broken. I was like, yo, <laughs> ladies, trigger warning. There's going to be this definitely this show definitely pulls on some emotional strings. Thank you, buddy. Yo, fucking thank congratulations, you. man. Thank you guys so much. And thank you to everybody who watched it. If you haven't watched Sex Life on Netflix, please be sure to check it out. At least uh, go and watch episode three, 19. <laughs> For a big surprise. <laughs> for a big surprise. <laughs> Amazing, dude. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on. My, my pleasure, man. brother. We appreciate it. Booyah. For everybody who's tuning in, we thank you for spending this time with us. Thank John. This has been awesome, Go dude. check him out on Instagram. John Sadowski. Right? Jonathan Sadowski. Jonathan yeah. Sadowski. Where else are you on, on social <sighs> Am I on anything else? I'm trying to think. No, I'm off Twitter. I'm off Facebook. I'm only on Instagram. Oh, I'm on TikTok. Official. Uh, yeah. On TikTok now. Yeah. Do, you, do you post on TikTok? I have not made a post yet. <laughs> I was like look at, trying to look up your stuff. I'm official like, Jonathan Sadowski. What's this guy doing? But I have not made any posts. But. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for tuning in. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere, hit that subscribe button. Leave a review. Tell us a few nice words about Jonathan. Go check out the, the new show. You guys are going to love it. This is a big reason why I had to bring this motherfucker. <laughs> I already knew that you, y'all were going to love it. And um, if you're watching this on YouTube or anywhere else, hit that subscribe button. Let us hear from you in the comments. We want to know your perspective, your take on everything we just talked about. We could be honest. No judgments here. This Let us a, have it. And if you watch the show, try not to spoil it for anybody else. But I want to get your opinion on, on the show. Because sure. we're definitely going to be talking about <laughs> this in future episodes. This will be to, to be continued. To be continued. So thank you all so much, and we will see you next week. Peace. Dude, that was great. Kill it, bro. That's going to be a good one. So we going to the sex party or what, bro? Do you have one here? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm in. No.